Ladies and gentlemen, happy 4th of October. It is Wednesday, it is hump day, and you're getting screwed. So, hey, it all works out. It's time for the show. I am Derek Hunter. This is the Derek Hunter Podcast. And we are looking at, I don't know what the hell we're looking at. We're looking at a Republican Party that, quite frankly, doesn't deserve to lead. Because, and uh, by the way, there's going to be just a little bit of salty language in this episode, ladies and gentlemen. This episode is brought to you by... Fuck it all. Yes, fuck it all. When you look at the things that Republicans do and you sit there and you go, they are very good at snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Just sit back with a nice big glass of fuck it all. Because why not? They do. All right. As I have this recording, I don't know what the hell is going to happen. There is no Speaker of the House. The Speaker has been vacated. Everybody out there dancing, yay, yay, we got rid of Kevin McCarthy. He's a squish. Ask yourself, what are these great uh, victories that the leader of this, Matt Gates, has racked up? That would be my first question. What comes next? I'm willing to follow people down crazy holes if they articulate a reason to go down them. And I believe that reason. You know, it's pretty pretty simple. Hey, this this is the way we should go. I don't think that's the way we should go. Trust me. Uh, why? Why do you think that? Well, I don't know. A spider told me as I slept in the night. It crawled up my nostril and talked to me. Yeah, no, I'm probably not going to follow you. Probably not going to follow you. But if you can explain why it is that you believe this direction rather than that direction is the way to go, or a policy difference is uh, something that you're right about, I'm willing to hear you out. And if you make a good case, I'm in. Matt Gates did nothing. Matt Case Gates is just in a dick measuring contest. Now, I know. I get it. He's very popular because he's on Fox News a lot. Oh, people love him on Fox. I watch him on Fox News from time to time, and I go, yeah, hell yeah, good job. Wait, I absolutely agree with you. But so what when it comes down to the grand scheme of things? Honestly, so what? He has not really accomplished much. The, the fact, if you go to war and all of your kills are in your own trench, I'm going to say you're not ready for a promotion at a minimum. Not ready for a promotion at a minimum. I want to know, yes, we got to go take that hill, but then what? Okay, but then what? You need to think a few, you know, steps down the road. We're going to take that hill, and then we're going to give them back the hill because that hill really isn't strategic, and I don't really know. <laughs> it's just I wanted to see what it, how nice it looked from up on top of that hill. Then people are going to start to question your ability to lead and whether or not you should lead. Kevin McCarthy is not perfect. But you have a five-seat majority, in part due to the fact that people like Matt Gates and people to whom Matt Gates is blindly loyal, I think mostly for PR purposes, but whatever, uh, they put up and pushed and advocated for candidates who were shitty. Sorry to say it. I'm sorry. You know, I know that I get the messages People, whenever I badmouth Herschel Walker, nobody really defends Dr. Oz, but Herschel Walker, Herschel Walker is a good guy. Look, he might have been the running back of your childhood and you just have the fond memories and you get the warm and fuzzies every time you hear the guy's name. He was a shitty candidate. Name one thing he wanted to do, aside from not talk about his past girlfriends and illegitimate kids or whatever the hell the problem was. How many? What? What is it? I don't know. 
I don't honestly know. I don't know that I ever saw a single solo interview of him. He was on Hannity all the time for softball. Look, Hannity's not going to throw you curveballs. Hannity's not going to throw you a knuckleball. And he had to have, he was always on there with somebody. It was weirdly down in Georgia campaigning with him. Here, uh, joining me now is Herschel Walker and Senator Ted Cruz from a campaign. Why is Ted Cruz on TV? How about you get the guy, let the guy who actually wants the votes make the case for why he should get the votes? He, he, He just seemed to do it because he's bored or whatever. I don't know. It was a horrible candidate. But he won because Donald Trump endorsed him. There are a lot of candidates in a lot of congressional seats that won because MAGA, which I consider myself from a philosophical standpoint to be MAGA, make America great again, I want America first, absolutely, but I also recognize that you can't pass anything from the majority or from the minority. You can't get anything done unless you have the votes. What is it I say all the time and it applies here? All the high road gives you in politics is a really nice view of your defeat unobstructed view of your defeat so i uh, apply the buckley rule as well i will vote for the most conservative candidate who can win the winning part is what matters you can elect squishes and they'll let you down a lot of the times but sometimes you can put the fear of god into them you can put the fear of losing in them and they will come around and vote with you the objective is to win enough seats so you don't have to rely on a couple of squishy members to hold your coalition together to get anything done legislatively. Well, the same goes for the purists, the absolutists, the people who don't give a damn. They just want to burn it all down. There are people in districts who are just going to win. There are people in districts who don't care if they win. There are people around who do all sorts of stupid things because what it, it doesn't impact them electorally it just doesn't either they have other aspirations i was having a conversation with a, a good friend of mine today called to find out if he was crazy he's like i generally support this but i don't get what he's trying to do like you, you don't try don't try there's absolutely no rhyme nor reason to it it's wildly stupid and horribly self-destructive who's going to replace him Who's going to replace, who's going to, Matt Gates doesn't have to worry. He ran against that weirdo Rebecca Jones lady who accused Ron DeSantis of hiding the numbers and blah, COVID deaths everywhere. He won with uh, 67.86% of the vote. Matt Gates is going to get reelected no matter what he does. No matter, look, if you know the rumors and you hear the rumors, I'm not going to get into them, but there are certain members of Congress who just don't care. They get, a, they can do whatever they want. Because they're going to win. Their district is set up that way. Matt Gates is going to win. He may run for governor. Who knows? But if he doesn't feel like running for governor, if the, the polls are like, dude, no, then he'll just hold on to his seat forever. Why? Because why not? It's not look at you. It's a job. You imagine it's a job where everybody on your staff is young and you can get to hire them so you're young and pretty. They look at you as though you matter, even though you're just a backbencher. All you can really do is rock the boat and that's it. You, you don't have the ability to steer the boat. boat you, don't have, uh, you don't get anything done. You don't have to get anything done. You don't even really have to show up. But every damn night you are invited to a freaking party like it's, like it's pre-AIDS mid-Coke New York City. 
and everybody's going to Studio 54. There's always something. Every single night, there's a gala, a dinner, a widely attended event, quote-unquote, because that definition doesn't mean squat, which means you don't have to pay for shit. You show up, you get a nice filet, you get a nice piece of fish, you get whatever you want, and you know you can always find somebody to take you to a, a really fancy restaurant if you don't like the selections that day. It's all open bar. D.C. is open bar. It's weird. It's just like in, in, in Hollywood. Starving actors are fucking starving. And then what happens? They make it big and they're making millions of dollars and they become the biggest thing in the world and they got more money than they know what to do with and they'll ever be able to spend in a lifetime. And everywhere they go, people are giving them shit. Here, drive this Jaguar for a year. I just want you to be, it's a lease, but I just, I'll pay it. I want you to be seen driving the Jaguar. The company gives you, here, uh, your, uh, your bill has been checked, picked up at this restaurant by the manager or by the owner or whatever. You've been comped. You got money coming out your ass and nobody wants to take it from you. But nobody wants anything to do with you and they'll throw you off their property if you're not rich. Washington, D.C. is the same way. It's Hollywood for ugly people. That's what it is. Members of Congress have no real individual power to get things done legislatively. Oh, you can oust a speaker because they whined and complained and pissed and moaned about that. And you can take out your personal vendettas on people. But legislatively, what have you done? Now, to hear all of these people, every single one of them, I hear commercials on the radio, David Trone here in Maryland is running for Senate, he hasn't done shit in the Senate, he's a liberal Democrat, left-wing, filthy rich guy, owns Total Wine and more, worth tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars, one of the richest members of Congress, and he's like, David Trone passed legislation to do X, Y, and Z, and blah, 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 David Trone didn't do shit. He did not. You've got to, in order to pass a piece of legislation, to get a piece of legislation passed, you have to actually, in my mind, write it. You have to be the originator of it. And you have to push it through. You have to see it all the way through. You have to be the lead person in that, not vote for it at the end, not even co sponsor it later on down the road. Members co sponsor things like kids trade baseball cards, it's meaningless. Members co sponsor things so then they can say, well, I try, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do that. You're not trying to do anything. Our government does so much crap that most members have no idea what it is. But every time campaigns come around, each one of these jackholes is like, I led the fight on this. I led the fight on that. No, you didn't. You voted for it. That's it. Most people's votes are already figured out. They're baked into the cake. And it doesn't matter. It's, it's about party count. It's about loyalty. Democrats will always stick together, whereas Democrats won't. Or whereas Republicans won't. Colleen, right? Colleen, I'm using your email because it's indicative of other emails that I got. Her subject line was, why would Democrats vote for McCarthy? Or, or vote to remove McCarthy? So Derek, can't wait to hear your discussion on this. At first I was like, yay. Then I saw the Democrats voted to remove him and I was like, wait a minute. Now I realize I don't really know what's going on with this. Well, you, you're qualified to be Matt Gates, Colleen. So I assume Gates initiated the vote to remove him as speaker. If so, why would Democrats vote for it? Anyway, to quote Sergeant Schultz, I know nothing, nothing. Okay, Colleen and others who wrote in, here's why Democrats would vote for it. Watch the nightly news. Watch the Sunday shows. Read the newspaper. Check the websites. What is it that the liberals are going to be saying about Republicans now? They can't act. What, uh, they can't lead. They can't act in, in leadership roles. Now, what have 
Republicans been making massive headway on against Joe Biden. He's senile. He's incompetent. Hand in hand with senility is incompetence. Here he is refusing to shake hands with this world leader. Here he is getting lost on stage. Here he is saying something wildly stupid. Here he is saying something completely false and untrue about his own life, etc., etc., etc. If you don't want to accept the argument that he's senile, if you don't believe that, you think he's wildly incompetent in any event. And now what do you have on the other side? You've got Larry Moe and Curley. They can't, they can't even hold it together. They can't hold it together. For a fucking year, they can't hold it together. They couldn't even make it through the year. Thanks to Matt Gates. Now, do you, do you feel much better about... Like, you can hate Kevin McCarthy all you want. But you should have the... Uh, anybody is familiar with the South Park episode about underpants gnomes? Lawn gnomes, except they were into underpants. It's funny. It's long involved. I'm not going to get into the plot of it. Find it online if you want. But their plan... When asked about it, the underpants gnomes, they steal your underpants, is one, get underpants. Step two, they don't have a step two. But step three was profit. See, you, you steal people's underpants, something happens, and then you make a profit. Matt Gates is an underpants gnome. Let's get rid of Kevin McCarthy. Then something else will happen. And then... I'll be a hero or a ticker tape parade will happen or Republicans will suddenly be able to overcome being a minority in the United States Senate or something like that. I don't really know. Don't worry about it. We'll get there. All that really matters is step one. It's a sign of stupidity. And you got to assume Matt Gates isn't a generally stupid person. So is he stupid on this thing? There are certain people who, no matter how smart they are, do wildly stupid things from time to time usually of the self-destructive nature, this one might end up being self-destructive to him, career-wise. But they, uh, they usually have some kind of plan. I'm not sure what he hopes to accomplish. Now, in the end of this, I don't think anybody wants this job except Kevin McCarthy because they have to deal with pieces of shit like Matt Gates. I could say that. Look, my 90% friend is not my 10% enemy, but that doesn't mean he's not a piece of shit. It doesn't mean he's not dumb. It doesn't mean I'm not going to call him dumb. It doesn't mean I'm not going to sit there and go, what in the hell are you thinking? Because he has not articulated anything. That's the problem with it. His argument is just uh, do it. I want this done. I don't like him. He, The Speaker of the House sold us out. Okay, well, what would you do? Well, the Speaker of the House sold it. I get it. What would you do? Well, the Speaker of the House sold I understand, Matt. What do you do differently? How do you get the victory? Underpants. Profit. Everybody floats the name of Jim Jordan. Love me some Jim Jordan. There's no question Jim Jordan is great. Jim Jordan doesn't want the job. Last time Republicans convinced somebody as a favor to take the job as Speaker of the House, it was Paul Ryan. Anybody listening look back on the Ryan speakership as, you know, the height of Western civilization, a giant victory for conservatism or something that should be aspired to from here on out? When they took the job as a favor, he didn't have it all that long. Two cycles and he was out. They lost. And then he retired. He was gone. 
because he didn't want the job. Jim Jordan doesn't want the job. And quite frankly, I don't want Jim Jordan to have the job. Not only because he doesn't want the job and I don't want somebody to take Speaker of the House as a favor, but I want Jim Jordan where Jim Jordan wants to be. There are so few of these morons up on Capitol Hill of either party who can interrogate a witness to save their freaking lives. Jim Jordan is one of them. You're going to launch an impeachment inquiry and look into the most corrupt administration in 50 years at least, and you're going to take one of the, what, two or three people who have any sense of how to question witnesses and take them on, put them on the sidelines? Because I don't know if you know this or not, speakers of the House don't sit on committees. They, don't, they barely ever vote in the House of Representatives. They don't sit on committees. They're running the show on the floor. They are fundraising constantly. They are removed from the battlefield. Jim Jordan doesn't want to be removed from the battlefield. So what's your plan, Matt? He has no plan. Newt Gingrich has a plan. He wrote a uh, piece in the Wall Street Journal yesterday afternoon. It was posted at noon. So it was posted before Matt Gates got his crushing victory with the help of them. It's kind of funny because Matt Gates is on TV tucking his balls between his legs going, if Kevin McCarthy survives as speaker, it will be because Democrats, Democrats voted with him. Well, the Democrats voted with Matt Gates. Careful who you lay down with. You can get some fleas there, Matty. You need some delousing powder. New Gingrich wrote in the Wall Street Journal, and think what you will, New Gingrich, I don't really care. New Gingrich... You can have your disagreements with him. I certainly do. But damn it, that man knows how the House of Representatives works, does he not? He orchestrated Republicans getting a big majority for the first time in 40 years. So I think he does know a thing or two about how it gets done. All right, so Representative Matt Gates is an anti-Republican who has become actively destructive to the conservative movement. Drama has filled the halls of Congress for 234 years, bringing together a group of 500 or 435 strong-willed personalities, guarantees conflict, and has always been a tumultuous body. But some behavior crosses the line, and when it does, there has to be consequences. Gates obviously hates Speaker, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, and that's fine. If Gates were simply a loudmouthed junior member who attacked McCarthy every day, that would be fine, too. He would just be isolated with a small group of lawmakers who can't figure out how to get things done. They'd huddle together, seeking warmth and reassurance from their fellow incompetents. Newt is not holding back. But Gates has gone beyond regular drama. He is destroying the House GOP's ability to govern and draw a sharp contrast with the policy disasters of the Biden administration, as I was articulating. Now the story goes from the Biden incompetence, senility, Biden's economy, inflation, to Republicans can't get their shit together. That's the story. Congratulations, Matt Gates. Your principled conservatism. Good job. Gingrich continues. Uh, former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, a liberal Democrat with whom I disagree on almost everything, perfectly captured Gates' childish behavior in an interview with CNN's Jake Tapper on Sunday. Gates, she said, quote, has no sway or influence in Congress, Pelosi said, quote, except to get on TV and raise money on the Internet, end quote. Pelosi told Tapper he was, quote, wasting his time on that guy. That's what Matt Gates is doing. 
Matt Gates either wants to be a senator from Florida or the governor of Florida or whatever. He has delusions of some other type of grandeur, and he's going to rake in the money off of this because, as I said about the bogus we're all, I have bogus industry in the political right of bilking people for fortunes. You can make an awful lot of money if you just get a very small number of people absolutely dedicated to your cause. They either believe that the world is coming to an end and they're hoarding you know, dry foods and gold or something uh, through your links and using your promo codes and you're getting rich, or they're just buying straight up buying your products. You don't have to have 50 million people supporting you to live like a king. You just have to find a small, dedicated group of suckers. Think about anybody in politics who's absolutely crazy, who has a dedicated fan base and whatever it is. Maybe they've been sued and lost and have to pay a billion dollars, whatever. And you go, how does this guy? These people have small numbers of people willing to give them a lot of money. The bigger the number of people, the smaller the number amount of money people have to give. But if you have a large group of people, there are some people have everybody's coffee mug, everybody's T-shirt, everybody's beer koozie, everybody's pen, everybody's mouse pad, everybody's everything. They have it. They are fully on board. And so when that person says, jump, I got a new book coming out, they go crazy. They go buy it. They got a movie coming out. They go crazy. They go buy it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do the other thing. Buy the pillow. Use my promo code. Boom, they're getting rich off of you. But ask yourself this, anybody out there, and I'm, you know, I have some freeze-dried food baggies in the basement. I think I have like four bins of it just in case because you never know. We're kind of rural. Something goes down. Want to have the ability to eat for a couple of days or longer. But the people with their, they can't park in their two-car garage because they've got all the doomsday prepper stuff in there. Ask yourself this, how long have the people selling you that been telling you that the feces is about to hit the fan. How far apart is the feces and the fan? Is it like the scene in Austin Powers where the guy gets run over eventually by the steamroller? Or is it not even going to have that kind of comedic payoff? You can only tell somebody we're living in a totalitarian police state for so long before the lack of a knock on anybody's door kind of makes you go, maybe what... Did we miss it? I always put it this way when it comes to climate change. And there's different levels of paranoia and both sides use it. And both sides get rich. People on both sides get rich off of it. And it pisses me off because principle doesn't really work. Paranoia, panic does. If you were a member of a doomsday cult, if I were the leader of a doomsday cult, and you were a member, and I say, look, Friday... You better have your affairs in order. This weekend, get ready. Because on Sunday, the world is coming to an end. The world is coming to an end Sunday. So get ready. Give me all of your belong earthly belongings. I'll take care of it. I have a special way to make sure that you can, in fact, take it with you. So give it to me. And sign everything over to me. It's your, really your only hope to make sure that you survive the world coming to an end. And I've got you brainwashed and you're in and you trust me because I've been telling you, trust me, I would never try to sell you anything. I would never try to scam you. I would never do this. I'd never do that. Well, come Monday morning, I'm going to have some explaining to do. Honestly, come Monday morning, you're going to have to try and find me because I got all your earthly possessions and I'm gone, man. I am gone. You ain't never going to see me again. 
But these snake oil salesmen on the left and the right do that. Doomsday's coming. Doomsday, okay, doomsday's coming. Doomsday's been coming for like four years, dude. Where's doomsday? Police state coming. Police state. What? I'm pretty sure the first, if we were actually in a total, I said this to the Trump, the anti-Trump left. Donald Trump, Donald Trump is a monster. Donald Trump is a totalitarian. He's a fascist. He's a dictator. He's trying to rule this country with an iron fist. Why aren't you in jail? Like, if anything you said was even sniffing the truth, pretty sure your ass would be in jail. You wouldn't be able to warn people about it. You sure as hell wouldn't be able to be on MSNBC guest hosting for Rachel Maddow doing a special week about how you can't, you don't have any freedoms anymore. I think there's a big disconnect between what you say and what you project. Same thing on the right. Same thing on the right. I have a truth to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, and I'll reveal that truth at a ticketed event that you're going to have to buy tickets for. You can also get it online. You just gotta, you gotta pay for it. Just make sure you pay for it. Then I'll tell you the truth because I care so deeply about the truth. Well, wait, then why don't you just tell it? Well, I mean, let's not go crazy. Daddy's got to eat. Daddy's got to make sure that uh, the taxes are paid on daddy's estate. So come on, let's go. Well, if the world is coming to, if you're going to be in jail soon, why aren't you planning on fleeing the country? If you think that everything's going to hell and the government's going to be beating down the door, like you should at least have a contingency for that, should you not? And then warn other people, get the hell out of it. I promise you, once the, once the, the see, a book comes out and you got about two weeks to sell it, really. That's unless it's some sort of phenomenon. Mark Levin's book will sell all year, it'll sell a million copies. That's just how Mark is and how good Mark is. Most other people, they got two weeks. And then they stop talking. I got this horrible doomsday scenario coming to pass. It's going to, all right, two weeks, moving on. I'm on to the next project. Let me tell you about my next project. Well, wait a second. You, you, you said the last project was like the most important thing you ever worked on. You're scared to death. You didn't really want to do it. But it was so important that you did it. And now that the, the sales, the ticket sales, the book sales, the attendance at your seminar, now that that's sort of petered out a little bit, you're moving on? Are we no longer under threat? These are the kinds of questions you have to ask yourself. Out of leaders, out of politicians, you always have to ask what comes next. The most important question anybody could ever ask is the most basic. Why? Why? Kevin McCarthy has to go. Why? I'm all ears. Make a case. He didn't pass cuts it he, they didn't put blah 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 okay well wait now what would you prefer thanks to your obstinance and the general state of the world republicans were painted with kevin mccarthy was painted with a choice and i don't really feel i don't it's not defending him it's just pointing it out the choices were shut down government or just keep government open and be an adult well you know what happens when you shut down the government it's just stupid it's pointless it takes all the focus off of the failures of democrats and puts it on you you don't give the liberal media something to attack you with and they'll have to continue talking about what they've been talking about people will you don't give a distraction to people and people will continue to notice how incompetent the biden administration is inflation etc 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 the second you give them something else 
they will take advantage of it. And believe me, I wanted a government shutdown because I don't really care if the government's open. I also wanted to be able to bust out the Civil War music and give the sad tales of woe of people who suddenly, three days after the government shutdown and they still haven't missed a single paycheck, how they're struggling to make ends meet. I was ready to go with that. But strategically, it was much better to avoid a government shutdown. They still haven't successfully. It would be nice if the GOP was able to articulate a message so that they could win a government shutdown from a PR standpoint, articulate a case for spending cuts that people would get behind. But let's be honest, as much as we all sit there and bitch and moan about spending cuts and government spending is out of control, we keep electing these Republican assholes who vote for spending. It's not different. The concept of spending is out of control. It doesn't matter who the president is. During the Obama years, Republicans were like, spending, spending, spending is out of control. Then Trump comes in, and guess what was out of fucking control? Spending, spending, spending. Now Biden's in there, and suddenly Republicans are going, oh, spending's out of control. It's weird, because during the Trump administration, Democrats said spending is out of control. Neither side really gives a damn. Neither presidents, neither congresses gives a damn. They want to pick the spending. They don't want to cut the spending. They want to steer the spending. So spare me, Matt Gates, because during the Trump administration, you voted for all these continuing resolutions. You voted to keep government funding all the time. You had no problem with it. Now suddenly I'm supposed to believe you are a man of political principles. I'm sorry. No. Newt Gingrich continues. They should be pursuing, uh, this is about what the House should be doing, they should be pursuing and amplifying immigration policies, uh, policy changes to address the widely out-of-control southern border. Instead of taking positive steps which would help move the conservative agenda forward, Gates has been egocentrically going from TV show to TV show, mostly on Fox, weirdly, because Fox isn't conservative. Fox is interested in ratings. They are pandering to an audience that was underserved that doesn't mean they're trying to advance principles it's a huge difference gates has been egocentric on tv show to tv show and attacking his own party by repeatedly threatening to bring a motion to oust mccarthy as speaker which he did late monday furthermore gates is violating the house republican conference rule that states the motion to vacate quote should only be available with the agreement of the Republican conference so as to not allow Democrats to choose the speaker, end quote. The agreement made when McCarthy became speaker doesn't supersede the conference rules. Gates still needs a majority of the conference. Gates knows he can't possibly get a majority of the House GOP conference on his side. He is simply violating the rules in pursuit of his personal attention and fundraising, just like Pelosi said. See, you can va- one person can move to vacate the rules, but they're not supposed to unless they can get a uh, agreement amongst Republicans, meaning a majority of Republicans. Ten is not a majority of Republicans. Ten or whatever it ended up being is not a majority of Republicans. It's a rump group of spoiled kids acting like Veruca Salt who want their golden goose and want it now. Newt concludes, I served 20 years in the House, including four as Speaker. On occasion, I fought against the GOP establishment. I led the fight against President George W. Bush's 1990 tax increase after he'd broken his word about no new taxes. I felt bound to stay with my commitment to the American voters. Unlike Gates, though, When I rebelled, 
I represented the majority view of the caucus at the time. Gates's motion to remove McCarthy should be swiftly defeated. It wasn't. And then he should be expelled from the House Republican Congress conference. House Republicans have far more important things to do than entertain one member's ego. Now, you may hear that and you may misunderstand it. Expel him from the House? No. Expel him from the conference. Kick him out of the Republican Party in the House. At least for a while, let him spend a year in exile. There has to be some kind of punishment. He is delivering victory to the Democrats. Democrats everywhere tonight will probably dust off Rachel Maddow, put her up on TV again, we're talking Republicans, they just can't lead. They can't get their act together. They can't even get along with themselves. They're so extreme, they can't even get along with themselves. That's what Matt Gates just did. It's like finding out that somebody on in your army is selling arms to the enemy. What do you do with them? You kick them out at a minimum. That would Kicking him out of the conference would remove him from committee assignments. Then he'd just be fluttering around and puttering in the House of Representatives. He'd give him more time to party. Give him more time to go out and socialize. He likes to socialize. There has to be some kind of consequence or some kind of threat of it because this is wildly destructive for the sake of his own masturbatory exercise in self-importance. That's it. The issue is now changed from Joe Biden's incompetence, from Joe Biden's failures, from Joe Biden's economy, from Joe Biden's inflation to Republicans can't get along. I'm recording this at the time roughly when the nightly newscasts are on, so I won't be able to check it until later. But I already know the framing. You don't even have to. The picture doesn't matter. I know the subject matter. And I know how the left frames it. They're evil. They're not stupid. I can't say the same about Republicans. So, yeah, congratulations, Matt Gates. You're definitely going to you know, sit around with your pals and have a gay old time at Charlie Parker's or whatever, Charlie, Charlie Palmer's. Sorry, I've only been there once or twice. Never paid for it. I'd go there again. Somebody wanted to buy, but... Uh, you might not be able to get a table because Matt Gates will be sitting there with his stable full of fellow Republicans, all high and mighty, each one of them taking up two seats, one for their ass, one for their ego. Still won't be enough, but hey, these knights of the round table in a square peg deserve each other. So if things go south next year, If things don't go the way of Republicans, there will be a lot of reasons for that, one of which we're watching unfold today. Even if by tomorrow or the next day or the weekend or whatever, they all kind of go, all right, we've made our point. We'll now support McCarthy to come back into the speakership. You'll have to ask yourself, what was their point? That they can be dicks? Anybody who's met these people is fully aware that every member of Congress can be a douchebag whenever it suits their needs, some certainly more than others. But if you're not doing something, if you're not rowing the boat towards electoral victory, you might as well be screwing a hole in the bottom of it. And you need to be treated accordingly, in my mind. I wonder if Matt Gates will continue to get uh, friendly interviews after like look i expect some people on tv to go what are you hoping to do and bring up the issues i've brought up 
But then when this is resolved, whenever this is resolved, a day, a week, whatever it is, and Matt Gates becomes the useful idiot again, will they give him the softball interviews again? Will they welcome him back? And probably. He serves no real purpose except his own. The friend I was talking to on the phone was like, well, the DOJ investigated him and they decided they dropped the charges. They didn't pursue charges, whatever. Okay, maybe he didn't do anything. But also, if you're sitting there and you're saying the Justice Department has been politicized, it's wildly corrupt, been very politicized. If you believe that, and I believe that, if you believe that, and then you can look at the way they handled the Gates investigation. Go, You can either go, well, there's nothing there. Or you can go, they politicized this too. Because if you look at Matt Gates and you recognize that he's a Tasmanian devil of self-importance and a guy, you re- unstable guy you want in the other side's trench because he's more than likely going to blow up people over there than he is to do anything to your team. You say we're not going to we're not going to pursue this. We're letting the dropping these charges, whatever, whatever, whatever. Because you don't want to remove a useful idiot who's deeply embedded in your opponent's team. And you don't want you don't want to draw attention to it. You just leave him sitting over there. Let him do his thing. Let him eventually he'll destroy himself. But he'll take out some of the other team with it. Honestly, if you're a Republican who wants to do damage to the Republican brand at a time when they're making serious gains. Everybody's making serious gains against Democrats and Joe Biden. Could you imagine? Could you envision? Could you create a scenario that's better than this one for your cause? I can't. That's the problem. Anyway, that's enough. We'll see how this shakes out. Congratulations to Matt Gates. Don't get too drunk. You got to work eventually. No, you don't. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Get schnockered. Man, just uh, get an Uber, dude. Have a uh, wonderful Wednesday. Don't forget patreon.com slash Derek Hunter podcast or derekhunter.locals.com to support the show. Sorry about the obscenities, but I warned you, and there weren't that many, quite frankly. I could have thrown in a few more, but uh, there you go. That's my take on this mess. Nothing is being served except egos, and if you're not pulling in our direction, I don't know what you're pulling Have a great one. I'll see you tomorrow.